So, welcome. This time I got you. Take two. I win the stair off. Fabio Quattrare, I'm going to give you the same beautiful thing as we did on take one. For those of us joining you, we've started again. Yes. <laughs> uh, Monster Energy Yamaha MotoGP rider, superstar of the sport, 2021 MotoGP world champion, wearer of an incredible pearl necklace that I also want to ask you about. But Fabio, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. First question is the easiest question. How are you? Just in general, not yeah, like a big, you in know. In general, I feel, I feel good. I'm in good health, so I mean, I would say perfect. Perfect, that's yeah. quite a high place to start. How was the holiday? Well, I would say good then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it literally can't get better. Yeah. But yeah, how was the holiday, all good? Yeah, I've, I've been home now between... Uh, Did you? Okay. Yeah, uh, I was home, it was cold. Difference with Thailand and Andorra was like more than 30 degrees different. So. <laughs> is it starting to get snow in Andorra and places yeah, now already? Some places is already snow, so nice. already winter. I, I'm not ready for that either. I've stayed out the whole time um, and I'm thinking maybe I'll just live here now because yeah. it's easier than going it's back. It's better summer than winter. For sure. So like I said, this time we're going to do it the opposite way around and start with fan questions. Okay. The number one fan question we had for you was, do you have a girlfriend? But we're not going to ask you that officially. We're going to leave you off the hook. Okay. Because, you know, it's up to you if you want to talk about that. So maybe I will keep the mystery on, no? Exactly, that's okay. up to you. We okay. enjoyed your, was it from Bali in the first week, that beautiful Instagram post? Yeah, I was with what my was family. the caption there? Yeah. <laughs> but I saw all the comments were like, oh my God, Fabio, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. So the first few were from X or Twitter. I don't want to call it X. The, the small toaster one wants to know, if you had to have lunch with three other riders, who would you pick and why? Uh, Tony Arbolino, Ayumu Sasaki and Jake Dixon. This was an obvious question. Obviously, <laughs> the squad. Um, if it's only MotoGP? Um, I would say Miguel Oliveira, Brad Binder and uh, my future teammate Alex Rins. Okay, good combo there. What about of all time, any rider, legends, past and present? I have to say three or only one? Whoever you want. Uh, Mick Doohan. Mick Doohan? Yes, Casey Stoner. I feel Stoner. like that can happen. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. <laughs> uh, of course, is uh, is something that uh, we did in uh, in F1 in Monaco okay. uh, so a few years ago. So. Uh, we we could uh, talk talk together and was my I would say in the old times uh, my uh, my favorite rider. Really, yes. you're like legend favorite. Yes. Okay, interesting. Uh, so good answer. Um, the next username is great, Quarta Claire. So I think it's a you and Charles Leclerc super fan. <laughs> is there a specific playlist or song you listen to before the race start? Hugs from Italy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I listen a little bit of everything, especially I would say rap. Uh, I'm really into American rap, or um, especially uh, maybe Latino songs. Uh, but depends on on the moment, and you know, I have like kind of a thing where I really like one song. I can listen to the same song yeah. <laughs> on repeat, maybe on a day, 50 times, and some weekend I listen to the same song. Uh, literally just one song. Literally for the whole just weekend. one song <laughs> for the whole weekend. I mean, of course, is always change of song, but as soon as I want to be focused, I always put the the same that like, that I like. So basically, it's a lot on uh, J Balvin, uh, Travis Scott, um, and and many more. But basically, uh, is. Uh, is basically on, on rap. What was the most recent song that you played 
every single day, every single minute. <laughs> so what's from Raúl Alejandro? Okay. Uh, actually, it's Tony. Tony gave it, gave me the song <laughs> a few weeks ago, and is is on repeat. So this is the song. Okay, so that's the song of the moment. Is it going to be the song of the Malaysian GP as well, or do you think? No, it's it's, go it's gone. I it mean, was, okay. it was for a long time. I think it was for all the the three races <laughs> in a row. Wow. Okay, that's. I thought I was like that, but mine's maybe like a day and a half. No, so no, no, no. What, was long. Was long. That's some serious power there for that song. So then, C Malison Five wants to know who picks your wardrobe. I don't think they mean your team uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah I understand. <laughs> so it depends. Uh, basically, I will say 80% is myself. 80%? Okay, now I'm excited to hear about the 20%. No, the 20 is basically designers that send me some, some clothes, okay, cool. or when I go to, to events, uh, they do me the, the outfits. But uh, I would say they, on the day, normal day, I would say, on daily, I, I, I do it by myself. Okay, and you quite into it, right? Yes, I really liked it uh, since I would say 2019, and it's always, you know, funny to see when I have some T-shirts with holes or whatever. <laughs> I know already the the people would say you don't have money to buy a T-shirt or yeah, yeah. you know the, the, the funny comments that uh, that people say. But I mean, it's it's pretty funny also to be. Uh, to be different and to have the, your own personality, I think, is, is something super important. Yeah, I would definitely agree. And when you get sent stuff then, well, so far, what's the best thing that you've received? It's like, a, oh, wear this, or, oh, do you like this? About, about, about clothes? Yeah, any kind of clothes. What's the best thing you've had so far? Or do you uh, not want to choose? I mean, it's, it's difficult because uh, I love all pieces but especially I would say hoodies is something that I that I really like I start really to wear shirts normally I was always with uh, oversized t-shirts and clothing uh, but uh, it's something that I, I start to to wear because you know many people told me I'm also well on on shirts and <laughs> and and fit, fit so pants. it's the look yeah exactly a little bit sharper exactly okay, i have to I look like good <laughs> you, i mean you always do anyway thank you you've got it you've got it going thank you what about the pearls then got to ask you these ones about the, yes so basic basically these ones is from uh two friends of mine that have uh, have this brand okay cool and uh you know i i always wear their jewelry also to support them and, uh, and I was going to say, is this a friendly advertising or are you making them pay? No, it's a friendly, <laughs> it's friendly, uh, it's friendly, but you know, I think it's, uh, it's something that I like and also it's something that many people told me. Uh, why you wear it on, on the bike? Is you should have design. made up a crazy story, you know, now. Yeah, you I know, <laughs> I know, but I think uh, was was on a funny way and, you know, the first time I use it, I always took it off and then put it again after every practice and it was way too long. So one time I totally forget I wear it and it was not an issue. So, so uh, now you're exactly. rocking it out on the track as well. Exactly. Well, um, I see that bracelet as well there. Yeah, I is a fan that, oh, cool. that gave it to me in the airport. Uh, Which airport here? Yes. Oh, cool. So I wear it. <laughs> That's cool. So the next few are from Instagram and we go for a little bit more Malaysian flavor first off. Okay. From Quizzy, I think that's the pronunciation. What's your favorite Malaysian food? Uh, 
do you have some answers? No. <laughs> I, was say. I, I don't really know the names. And Nasi goreng is the classic Malaysian. But this is from Indonesia, right? It's, yeah, and from Malaysia, I think, or no? Maybe I'm just terribly. I would say this one, but okay. because you know, I mean, I is the only name I know. Maybe uh, mango sticky rice, but yeah, I don't true. know if it's from Malaysia also. I don't want to say a plate that is typically <laughs> from, from other country, but if yeah. Nazi Goreng is from... Especially two massive fan bases who love the sport, and then I've just broken all of yes, their hearts exactly. by getting that wrong. Thank you very I'm much. Sorry, Malaysia and Indonesia. Thank you. <laughs> no, but I mean, I always eat pretty safe, because I know also Asian food is really spicy, and before race, you know, I always try to, to use steamed rice with chicken or with with eggs, so pretty pretty simple. Do you like spice if you're not in a race weekend and have to get on the bike? Or not really. Not, no? I like, but a little bit. A little bit. And uh, when was in uh, Mandalika, was spicy chicken, but I always ask, is it really spicy? Say no, just a little. But And basically my <laughs> mom just left the plate because it was impossible to eat. And uh, I was close to do to do the same. I always say this. I'm like, when you're like, is it spicy? And like, no, no, no. It's like, no, no, no. Will it be spicy for me? Yeah. <laughs> That's basically something. I am weak and I am not ready <laughs> <laughs> for the level of the stuff. Okay, so the next one is one that our social media manager was desperate that we're allowed to ask you, and I think it's fine. Yeah. It's not that exciting. Tell I, me. I, mine's a no, anyway. From Betty Dubska, are you a Swifty? Swifty? Are you a fan of Taylor Swift? To be honest, no. Cool, so we, we agree. We agree. Yeah. Just, you know. I'm, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Who would you go for instead? Rihanna? Yeah, exactly, right? It's the obvious choice. Yeah. Dua Lipa? Also an obvious choice. If you yeah. listen to me, kick a <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That will be a social media clip of yeah. this episode for sure. I mean, please, Dua Lipa, get in touch. You're always welcome. But okay, great answer. I no, let you my number. No hate, for, <laughs> no hate for Taylor, though. No, 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 love, no, no, no. But it's of not course. my kind. It's not my. My I feel like if you're saying American rap for what you mostly listen to, it's quite a long way from that to Taylor. Yes, Swift. yes, exactly. <laughs> Rihanna is more the kind of style. Of style, yeah. yeah. When we go to Austin, do you ever listen to country music? Yes, and it's not really, really? my style. The See. only year I wanted to be there, uh, I was 20, my first year in MotoGP. I was 19th, and I could not, could not get in the place because there is 21. Oh yeah, of course. So oh, no. I was just outside <laughs> and the team said, okay, we don't go, but you know, it was like five or six people wanted to go and I was too young, You're so like, mm. we go you to a normal restaurant. You can't either on the no. podium in that. No, well, I never been on the podium in Austin. Well, when I was 15, yes. I was gonna say, well, yeah. actually, I think that was your first podium. Yes, first, <laughs> first podium, yeah. But in okay. MotoGP, just when I was 21, so it's okay. At least, I feel like when you're 15, maybe you expect the Prosecco less. Yes, exactly. But the disappointment hits hard when you're 19, exactly. and in Europe, you've been living the high life. That was fun, looks me, I was young, so it's, it's fine. It's okay, now you just go in there and you're like, yeah. Do yeah. you still get asked to show ID in America? Yes, always. Yeah, always, right? Even me. I'm proper old now. I, I used like to now. have a fake one also, <laughs> <laughs> but I never use it. Of course, never used it. No. Just, I believe you, everyone else does too. <laughs> <laughs> so the final question uh, from Hi Vika, what is your plan for off season? So to be honest, with all the the trips that we have made, is to stay a little bit home. Um, 
I will train myself, to just prepare also for, for next year. I'm a kind of person that I can not stay more than 24 hours without training. So. And what is training for you? By that, do you mean gym, on a bike, just movement? What? Kind so of basically, stuff? I mean uh, a lot of cardio, of running, gym. Uh, I can make much more dirt bike on the on the off season because basically you can get injured pretty easy on during the season, and uh, I can make it a lot during um, December, January, February. And uh, and yeah, I will maybe take some uh, some days off with with friends in uh, in uh, New Year's, uh, and and that's it. But I'm not a kind of guy of doing on ten days holidays, uh, chill without doing nothing. No. Already when I'm home, I always want to do to do stuff, and uh, <laughs> you know, I always call some friend. Let's do make some some try. Let's do something. And my friends say relax one day just just <laughs> be chill just yeah. wants to just stay inside and be like oh <laughs> exactly i was i was sad you know to be full day at home is something impossible for for me really you just always yeah even on a relaxed day i cannot do nothing <laughs> always 45 minutes of bicycle or is it like something. too much energy is it for your mind or is it just staying in the rhythm of it what is it all three three of them you know i i have a lot of energy always and uh, I think it never really, of course, happens, but never really happens to, for me to say, okay, I stay full day at home watching Netflix and doing nothing. I think it actually never, never happens. Really? Yeah. I don't like that either. Once it gets to like 1 or 2 p.m., I'm like, I've wasted yeah. a day. I've got to do something. Exactly. And I just, I don't know, maybe. I waste my time. <laughs> you waste your time. Exactly. Brutal. See, I've been trying to train myself to do that and learn how to relax, but you, you think you should just I had keep to. going. No, I had to because, you know, I sometimes I train three times during the day and it's too much because your body also has to recover. To recover. Yeah. And this is a point where I had to learn that maybe sometimes I was doing three sessions in a day, but not enough of recovering so you can get injured more easy. So this is something that I had to I had to learn. When did you learn that then? Because you're Not now a veteran. I was gonna say you're a veteran in some ways, in that you've already won one MotoGP World Championship. You've already had wins in. No, you didn't win in Moto3, did you? No. no. Podiums in all three categories. Yes. You did have that history-making second-ever Grand Prix podium though that you forgot. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it seems like you've been here forever in a lot of ways. But actually, especially in MotoGP, it's not that long. Yes. Your success rate is very high. This year, obviously, a bit of a tougher year. Is it this year that's made you reassess that and finding no. the rhythm of training? Or You know, so to be honest, I always had a little bit of, uh, on one way, a mental problem about my weight because uh, I always feel I'm too heavy and uh, happens to me of, you know, having a nice dinner at 11 uh, by night, come back home and feeling guilty of having an ice cream or something and at 1 a.m. just go on the treadmill and run 6K. I feel like now you're becoming like a feminist cosmopolitan article uh, in a good way. You know, and <laughs> I always had these this things on, on my head and uh, I try to learn, even if it's super difficult for me to, to take this out of, of my head, but uh, on the past was, was a big issue for, for me. And now you've learned how to... Yeah. 
or certainly I feel like I don't know you can correct me with things like that it's almost once you recognize and accept something then it's much easier yes to at least try and exactly and also you know my friends my family always told me look don't worry about that and say yeah in one way it's true but you know when it arrived the moment where I have to to do it I struggle more but I mean uh, is uh, is a process that for me take, takes a little bit of time and uh, hopefully one day it will be gone off of my head well, we'll say that progress sounds good then yeah. I feel like everyone as much as a lot of people never want to admit it everyone is constantly just trying to make that mental progress of course and whatever like that. a person you have to always do steps whatever if you are an athlete or a person I think moving forwards and try to to be a better person and also feeling better for yourself I mean I think is is good for everyone for sure and that's something obviously you mentioned the squad goals earlier Ayumu I don't think he's really talked about mental health stuff on Instagram Who? Ayumu ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if Tony has Jake for sure did a lot of posts about like mental health and stuff that's obviously a really important side of the sport and something I feel like has kind of been recognized a lot more recently like I think one of the first guys who started talking about using a mental coach was probably Dovi. Um, but now it's not just a mental coach to compete. It's like, no, we need to be healthy humans yeah, exactly. on both sides of it. You, is that important to you? So my issue was I could get angry super fast, way too fast and uh, for everything. I mean, uh, especially on the sport, but um, this helped me a lot when I had to give my comments to 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 my mechanics or, or even just in life, you know, just to be more more calm and don't say everything. <laughs> I'm imagining like really know. crazy things now, like you just going into an ice cream shop, you just throw no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I, I never really disrespect someone no. or or just uh, doing something really bad, but just you know, you just scream in a way where. Basically, you can scream for half an hour, but your mechanic will not understand nothing. Uh, you have to say a point where it's not working, because if you say it's not working everywhere, so the mechanic say, okay, what you want me to do? Yeah, just change Where everything. you want me to improve? I mean, you have to, to think about which zone you want to improve also. I mean, it's on the turning, on the braking, on the grip, and this is something that I had to learn. And, uh, and with the mental coach, basically, was was something that we that we really learned and and then this year of course I've always tried to 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 go and try to to stay to stay positive in a situation where basically uh, was was difficult and we've seen you be so positive every week in the press conference <laughs> yeah, yeah, no I, we invite you every week and you're just like yep hi I'm here again <laughs> yeah, because you know when you are used to fight for championships yeah. and victory and you are here for top tens Basically, you are positive in a way where you have to improve on your experience, on uh, basically the new new chapter on, on my career that I really struggle. But I think uh, when we will be out of here, I will have learned a lot from these bad moments. And, uh, you know, I think um, it's always in these kind of, of moments where it's difficult that you learn the most, because when you win, everything is going okay but when is this moment is when you have to question yourself you have many questions you have to stay calm 
you are affronting some difficulties and this I think is where you really make the experience. That's what yeah, I definitely wanted to ask you about that because your kind of MotoGP journey, certainly. I mean, first of all, your switch from Moto2 from, to MotoGP was quite dramatic because it was like you had so much hype. It was like, oh, the new Mark Marquez, now Pedro's got that to deal with as a <laughs> tagline in the headlines. Um, but you had so much hype. Then you had a bit of a tougher time when you were actually in the World Championship. But from that kind of leap of faith of like, yep, yeah, Fabio's got it, we'll take Fabio. It must have been quite insane for yes. you to just arrive and be like, oh, I really am really quick. Yes, <laughs> you know, the first time I arrived in Moto3 was, uh, like you said, is the new Marquez and uh, he will be there. And finally, you know, was uh, was a difficult step for me. I get injured, some bad decisions. I've spent basically three and a half years where I've really struggled. Uh, and with, with speed up, Luca was uh, really good with me because he see he saw that I was working super hard uh, he saw that uh, you know I never gave up and he never put me stress on he said I see you are working hard even if the results are not there take your time and we will arrive and he really helped me through this this tough period of of uh, 2018 and uh, we won in, in Barcelona and since then of course, the result was not to be fighting for the world title in Moto2, but was already a much better year. And uh, from this year, we moved to, to MotoGP, and from then was uh, really a fantastic career from 19 till, till now. It was. And I mean, this season, it must be tougher, obviously, because it's not where you were. Even this time last year, you had a few tougher races at the end of last year, but you were right in title contention because we had to make all the campaign for hashtag the decider. Uh, you were right in it. <laughs> but you've already had podiums, like you've been there. But how is this different to that Moto3 kind of difficulty? Because now I guess you know what you've got and what you can do. Is it quite a different kind of thing? Yes, you know, in Moto3, I never won. So being second, third, P5, I never had the taste of the victory. Moto2, I've won basically for me two races. Uh, I knew you counting Japan. Yeah. For everyone who doesn't understand it, it's because you had a technical disqualification. Yes. But yeah, you crossed the finish line first. Exactly. Uh, and in MotoGP, I'll always fight for podiums, victory, title. And this is something that I've tasted and I've felt what is to be always on, on the top, being on, on the victory, on the podium. And from one year to another, you know, last year was super tough. I never expect to be on the top three at the end of the championship. But this year, you know, we have made three podiums, zero wins. And we had some sprint races also, you know. So we had double race. And mentally, it's really difficult, especially the first part of the season. I never accept the position I was ending. And this is uh, was making me super angry even after the GP. I was home. I was disappointing, not enjoying life. And since half season, I said, okay, now I, I will just give my 100%. Whatever is the result, we have to, to enjoy it. And as soon as the race is finished, switch off and just enjoy home. Because, you know, from February till July, I was, I was not enjoying. I feel like you can kind of tell that in you, in a good way, where you've like, just since then, you've been like, okay, it, I hate this phrase, but it is what it is. Yeah. 
and now you obviously got to make the best of it now but also try and make those steps how are you feeling about the future now you're in that different space so you kind of like okay let's go we've got this let's see what we need to do and of course like like a person i'm i'm a winner i don't want to to just you know give up because this is something that i will never never do even if we are in a situation where basically uh, we know we cannot fight for for the victory I always believe I had to fight for the victory. Maybe I will not, but uh, I mean... You will I, fight Mark at Brewery Ram quite hard, though. Uh, that was a good show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, like, last race was, was great. Because remember me a few years ago when we were with Mark uh, fighting for the victory, and I was for the sixth position. So, unfortunately, it was not the, the way we wanted. But, I mean, whatever is the position, I always want to finish in front. And... Um, when I don't know, but for sure we will we will come back to the top. Okay. Well, I know you've got a busy Thursday. I think that's the perfect quote to end on. Yeah, I think so, was uh, a great, yeah. great ending. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much Thanks to for you. coming and for being so open about everything and life. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you to Yamaha for allowing you yeah. <laughs> to Mida. come and have a chat. <laughs> yes, the great Mida. <laughs> and have a good one. It's, yeah, we all hope to see you right back up there, not fighting for six, fighting for those wins. And, That's uh, what yeah. we want. Thank you very much. Thank you.